Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm Derek Sassman. Of course, we got Dr. Doug, the Disney dentist, with me. And Doug, some uh, handful, a little bit of news coming out today within the Disney uh, world. And uh, the first one is uh, the Avatar Experience coming December 7th to a city near you, uh, which is all the weird props and animals that you can find in Pandora. And I know for Disney lovers, this is kind of a a big uh, reveal on what is to probably come to the Animal Kingdom. Uh, but you'd think they would uh, start, you know, working on the parks, getting that done, maybe a, maybe another movie done before they'd start doing this uh, live touring show. What do you think about that, Doug? Yeah, it kind of feels a little bit like the cart and the horse situation. They're, they're getting that cart out there. They don't have a horse pulling it. Like, just get the park done. I know they're working on it. I just saw some pictures, and it looks amazing, but... Man, it's it's taken its sweet time, and I'm really looking forward to going, but not too concerned about making it to this touring thing to look at props. I can wait till it's in the park and I see it with my own eyes there. I agree. It just it amazes me how much they're milking Avatar before even a second movie comes out. I only watched the first movie one time, uh, the Cirque du Soleil. We went to that. It was fantastic. Uh, but I, I agree with you. I, I just want the park to get done. We're going to Animal Kingdom in February. Who knows at this point if there's even going to be a night show half the time since it doesn't always work. And I was hoping by by now, after announcing the Avatar experience seven years ago, uh, there'd at least be something. At least at the studios, they give you a taste of Star Wars. There's, there's nothing really yet with uh, Avatar uh, with Animal Kingdom. But now they have this uh, touring show going on. Yeah, and Avatar's been sitting on our DVR for years because after they made the announcement, um, I DVR'd it because my wife hasn't seen it. She didn't see it in the theater. And, like, look, it's work-related. You're going to have to watch this movie at some point. She still has yet to watch it. So I guess she's got her time, too. Yep, my wife hasn't watched it either. So uh, they're, they're there. They can watch it together sometime. <laughs> but uh, there's also some other Disney news I know you just read about. What was that? Why don't you share? Um, there was an audition call for a Doctor Strange character in Florida. Um, this is usually the first sign that you see of a new character coming to the parks is when they put out the auditions for the actors. Um, so it will be really interesting to see what they do with a Marvel character in Florida. Doctor Strange is, is a, avoids all of the legal problems with, between Universal and um Disney World because he's not already in Universal so he can do meet and greets he can be in the Florida parks um, I think that's part of why they fast-tracked the movie too and also Guardians of the Galaxy avoids the licensure issues with Universal so I don't know I, I don't know where we'll see him but I think we're gonna see him at some point 
Yeah, I know they definitely are trying. They, I, I guess I heard there is an army of lawyers really trying to find every loophole they can to bring some sort of Marvel stuff to the Universal theme parks. Because, uh, you know, they got to, uh, they they, not to Universal, to Disney, because Universal's mm. already got uh, the Hulk and Spider-Man, and they have, uh, I, I guess, yep, and, and their contracts, I guess, are really well put together, uh, that Disney is having a really hard time, no matter how much money they throw at it, to really bring some of those characters to their park. So uh, here you'll see uh, some of those, uh, what, what people thought were B-list uh, characters like Doctor Strange and Guardians of the Galaxy now having huge movies and success are now going to be moving towards Florida. And so that's why you uh, are starting to hear a lot of rumors about characters and you're seeing some construction in Disneyland, a lot of tests going on there because they can do it out, in the, uh, out on the West Coast to uh, hopefully be able to bring some things here down to uh, Florida. Yeah, the, I think when Marvel Studios sold off a lot of their movie rights and the theme park rights, they were uh, financially pretty strapped. So I think Universal was able to write that contract basically without Marvel saying, like, no, no, we can't do that. I think Universal got away with a lot. So they're pretty protected um, to where they got Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Hulk, like, the main characters. So I really believe that's one of the only reasons we're seeing a Doctor Strange movie um, for they did have a Inhumans movie plan, but that just got scrapped. I think uh, Black Panther is another one that may down the road end up in a Florida park. That's part of why he's probably on the the canon, so to speak, of coming forward and join the Avengers. So I I don't know. This is the first real announcement of a character Marvel character in a Florida park. So we'll see where it leads. Well, and Doctor Strange, I'm excited to see the movie. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, I think he was beyond a perfect cast for Doctor Strange. So uh, hopefully the movie is good and it uh, can keep Disney stock prices going up and they can bring mm -hmm. some cool attractions down to uh, the Orlando area because Universal's kind of got a monopoly on that. If you want a Marvel experience, you got to do that pretty cool Spider-Man ride and uh, mm -hmm. the Hulk coaster, of course, uh, that just got redone, actually just got yeah. re-released. And so uh, Universal is doing what they can to keep on to those properties. Part of that contract um, that I've read about recently is Marvel has to also keep up the attractions. Yep. Otherwise, the rights go back to Marvel, which is now Disney. So that's, I think, the reason they redid the Hulk was so that they could keep the character mm -hmm. and of the they Hulk just in did, their parks. They just did redid Spider-Man a couple years mm -hmm. ago. Now it's got CGI 3D. It was pretty cool. I wrote it the last time we were there. Hulk was... Uh, sadly in refurbishment but that ride is also a great ride if you've never done it I know we're a Disney mm -hmm. podcast but we do enjoy our universal oh, yeah. stuff as well so but let's move on to today's topic because uh, I'm sure we could talk about Marvel stuff for uh, the next two hours but uh, today we're we got a listener question from one of our favorite listeners uh, Julia Franken and she wanted to know she's gonna be going I know your wife's working with her on uh, a trip coming up and she wants to know she has uh, a few little ones and she wants to know what does a mom need to pack in a purse or a bag for the park and that's a question I know uh, the rope drop queen your wife gets quite a bit and uh, one that we're gonna talk about here on today's show because it is important if you have little ones almost even if you don't have anyone you gotta pack a day bag for uh, the parks. You walk 13 miles. You've got to have some stuff in there. So what do you think about uh, taking a, a day bag to the parks, Doug? 
Well, I think the first step of it is deciding what kind of bag mm-hmm. you want to take. There's a lot of options there. Just like even in the question, it's purse or a bag. Um, you see all kinds of bags in the park, and there's sometimes I look around at some people, I'm like, man, I couldn't imagine carrying that around all day long. And then there's other times where, you know, you see a bag, you're almost jealous. You get bag envy. So there's a lot of options. Um, we did. We, cu- done. We, we got custom bags made for one of our trips too. Ooh, now you now you're getting fancy, Derek. It was. So I'm gonna go a little back in time here, back to 2008, before we took our first trip with kids. Um, and my wife was, you know, she bought a backpack. We didn't have any backpacks that weren't like beat up from college and they'd been kind of neglected, and so we needed a new backpack and. Uh, she brought one home, and I look at it, I'm like, well, it doesn't have this, it doesn't have this, it doesn't have this. I made her take it back. She bought another one. I think she bought five backpacks before I said, yes, that one will work, because I was really picky, and she got what? super annoyed with Why me. didn't you go to the store and pick out the backpack? Um, she worked in Omaha at the time. I worked in, uh, in Plattsmouth, so I was like, I'm in a suburb. She's like in the heart of the city, so she'd go yeah. at her noon hour right after work and grab something on her way home. and. Um, or it was actually after Samantha was, well, actually at that time, no, I'm way back in time there. Um, no, she, she was staying home with the kids and she had a two year old and a a newborn. So she liked to, you know, they're crying, let's get in the car and drive. So you fall asleep and then she'd look at backpacks. So, um, I had some pretty particular things I was looking for, for that first trip. One was a cup holder on both sides, a little mesh cup holder for water bottles both sides evidently in 2008 that was very difficult to find I also wanted some sort of mesh or bungee sort of thing on the front of it that we could attach stuff to quickly or easily like an easy access area that didn't actually zip shut and then I wanted a chest strap so that I could buckle the the shoulder straps together in the front because when it gets heavy and you're doing the long haul type of things it's nice to clip it together so those were my like three requests and it took her like 10 times I swear to to find a bag that matched so we ended up with a fancy north face backpack that's really meant for like you know hiking up a mountain but it's pretty similar hiking up a mountain going to Disney that's ah, right on the same level yep the average the average people walk are 13 miles I took my Fitbit uh, on my phone and it yep that's what we got 13.1 so I did a half marathon the last time we were there so uh, and what people don't realize is you can bring a bag. You can bring a lot of stuff with you. I know uh, that that's probably one of those noob things everyone does the first time because so many local theme parks check bags, don't allow you to bring in food, snacks, or 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 anything, and you forget that it's Florida and it rains. You kind of have to have a handful of essentials when you go mm-hmm. to Disney World. And so uh, maybe we'll go back and forth a little bit. What is uh, What is one of the things that you feel... Uh, is an essential that you need to have in that day bag? Um, my most essential item, am I going that route? Just the most important thing. I think a Ziploc baggie or two is the most important thing. Seems kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we take little snack size Ziploc baggies for our cell phones. I call them a cell phone poncho. Um, it's something you can't buy in the park if you forget it. Um, and then bigger um, baggies. Uh, if something gets soaked, you're able to separate it from the rest of your your stuff in your bag. If uh, you need to keep something dry, say you have a stinky uh, 
I don't know, underwear or something because of an accident or the uh, the bigger gallon size baggie is kind of nice to have to separate stuff so it whole bag doesn't get uh, contaminated, so to speak. So baggies are kind of the thing that we pack and uh, they don't take up much space. You just put them at the bottom of the bag and kind of hope you never need them, but they're there when you do need them. Yep, no, that's a, that's a really good tip. Uh, definitely need uh, some sort of bag. You can just use the one. Reuse the one that you pack on the airplane to carry all your liquids in. Just dump the liquids out at the hotel, and there you go. You can use that bag yep. in the park. So there, there's yeah. an idea for a way to even save on the baggie. Uh, that way you're not. And there's also a lot of ones you can buy that are reusable. So, no, a very good tip. Um, I know one of mine, especially with kids, is snacks. you got to have snacks, uh, a variety, and you can pack them in little baggies. Uh, Disney um, you know, might say we don't allow food, but they don't. They never have ever given us any trouble with uh, bringing food into the parks. and So I usually bring a handful of granola bars, cheese crackers, beef jerky, uh, because you'll be waiting in line. Uh, that's something people forget, and, and kids don't always love waiting in line. So uh, the queues can only do so much. So if you're in line for 45 minutes to uh, meet a princess, they're going to get hungry. And so have those little snacks that they can hold on to that they enjoy uh, and I know one uh, tip you gave earlier is uh, in a previous show is that you can uh, even Amazon.com or ship right to your resort different mm-hmm. snacks, bottled water, and things like that. So you don't even have to pack them on the airplane with you. Yeah, those little snacks are pretty priceless to have when you have to have them immediately. It saves you a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's good to just kind of take a every now and then stop and look at your kids and be like, are we close to a meltdown? And if you say yes, then get out the fruit snacks. Get mm-hmm. out the little Rice Krispie treat. And that can go a long way. Uh, and if you try snack. to buy any of those in the park, snacks are, uh, I don't think Disney knows what snacks are like outside of the park by any means of what uh, fruit snacks at Target are 50 cents, but in the park they're like $5. So Yeah, so like the goldfish, well, they're, they're Mickey heads, so they are cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, every now and then. Don't use your snack credit on that. Put some goldfish in a snack baggie at home and bring it. Or just have the big thing of goldfish, Amazon pantry, right to your room. Divide it up in snack baggies and you're good to go. Plus, by the time you realize the kid needs a snack, you go get the snack. Get back to, I mean, you're eating up time of your day where if you have the snack with you, you're just good to go. You sit down, eat a little snack and get going again. So I think my next essential thing um, that I would say is an external cell phone charger. Oh, that was going to be mine. You took my oh, next was one. It? So oh, nope, it's see, all right. That's that's how essential yeah. it is. Uh, it's super important. Batteries, batteries, and more batteries. Um, have a battery backup for your battery backup. I, I just can't say it enough, especially with how dependent we are on technology. Um, you know, I used to make fun of all the people that just took pictures on their cell phones. They didn't have a point and shoot. You know, but that's five years ago. The phone cameras have improved so much. It's also your camera. So if your phone dies, you don't have a camera to capture all the, the memories, all the magic. So keeping that backup battery there charged, um, maybe even a spare cord because the cords like to break, you know, and not work. And having that ready to go is a good thing. Easy to pack. Um Make sure you take your power strip so that you can charge them all at night. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not hunting for all the outlets. But, uh, yeah, the battery, Derek. I, I'm taking an extra battery. 
you are, and now they have some that uh, can charge your phone five times. So mm-hmm. uh, just one battery pack, you put it in uh, in your backpack in your bag, and uh, can charge while you're waiting in a queue. And uh, it just it can charge both your phones, or if everyone's got a phone. So no, I agree, you absolutely. And we're actually going to be getting a new one because uh, they're getting cheaper and they're able to hold more juice, thankfully. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be getting a new one before our next trip, uh, just because we both we were running out and uh, we ran low by the end of the day. You know, when you're shopping for those online, you want to make sure you get the ones that have the right power to charge your device. Um, there's some that aren't strong enough to, say, charge an iPad. Mm-hmm. So make sure you know what you're charging. And the some of them charge faster than others. Kind of check into that because the faster the charge, I'm going to say the better because the less you have to have it hooked up. But, uh, yeah, totally very important. That's a good tip. My next one is a pretty obvious one, but sometimes you forget because you're in the sun quite a bit, but you got to take sunscreen. I know my, my kids are very uh, redheaded and fair skinned, so we start coating them up like the week before we even get on the airplane. Uh, but it's just, you got to have that sunscreen because every time I go, I get a little burnt. I forget. You get so wrapped up in the fun uh, that you forget that you're in the sun. Dumbo. You're out in the sun, uh, a lot of rides, you're, you're out there, and so you, you almost forget. So another good thing to do while you're waiting in a queue is get the sunscreen out, repl- uh, apply it, reapply it a couple times to your, uh, to your kids and to yourself. Because I, I almost every time, if it's a sunny day, I completely forget, and I always walk away with some sort of weird uh, forehead sunburn. Yeah, my, uh, we usually position ourselves for rope drop, and then uh, we go sunscreen up and and then we're ready for the day. Yeah, I was going to leave sunscreen for you to pick, Derek, because uh, I think your family needs it more than mine. Yeah, my wife Please. doesn't. She she's fine. She, she doesn't, doesn't. It's it's uh, it's it's the kids, and when you don't, and, and even myself, all but one time. But yeah, our kids are really fair fair skin. So you you we always make sure they have hats at Disney and everything. So our cruise in January, we uh, realized we forgot to pack sunscreen. Totally forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ended up, kept thinking, oh, we'll buy it when we get, we were going to buy some in Cozumel. Well, it was raining in Cozumel and we totally forgot. And then Grand came in the next day, it was just blazing hot. And it's like, the, it, we're at dinner and our table mates were from Canada. And they're like, oh, we got burnt today, you know. And uh, we're looking at, looking at each other like, oh, we totally forgot sunscreen. Oh, look at that. We're still okay. So I'll let you have that one. So what about you? What's your next tip that you got to bring in that Next bag? one. All right. Um, I'm going to go with a first aid kit. Oh, you took um, the next one off my down. list, too. Again, You can tell like, we did not. Uh, I, we did not talk beforehand. We I did made not my coordinate. List this measures. is yep. new to me, new to you. Yeah. So the first aid kit, I'm not talking about going to the store and buying a like a box with a big red cross on it and putting it in your bag. I fill up. I have like a little baggie that I call my, my park first aid kit. Usually a snack size baggie with what I feel is enough band-aids in case every child has a an issue. So I usually pack at least six little ba- um, band-aids. And then I have enough ibuprofen uh, for each child to take throughout the day. And then I pack Excedrin migraine for me because I will probably get tired. And that is uh, more for the caffeine. And uh, just a couple other, maybe an Imodium, maybe some Tums. But uh, that's my little park and some Neosporin, um, little or anesthetic wipes in case you need to. But the, if you have a big disaster, like big gas, you fall to where you need bigger band-aids, things like that, the first aid centers will take care of you. 
Um, but this is for like the little things where your kid like nicks their finger and they think they have to have a Band-Aid. That's what I'm packing for. I'm not packing for the big disasters. Um, but the, the ibuprofen, Tylenol, there's times the kids might need it just from all the walking they're doing. Their legs might actually be sore to where that's a good thing to give them. Then back at the resort, I have a bigger baggie full of a whole pharmacy looking deal. You know, You're a I'm doctor. Pretty, I'm pretty well stocked. Um, and then I'll replenish the park baggie based on what we used. But I make sure I, I kind of overpack on the medication side because um, it's a lot easier to have it than to get it, mm -hmm. even though that is something that's available in the parks at the resorts. You may not see them at any of the uh, gift shops. Um, ask. Yep. They usually have that sort of stuff under the counter, the, the toiletry type yep. stuff. We, it was expensive. We actually bought it yeah. on our last trip. We needed uh, some ibuprofen and – for two pills, it was, uh, you know, I pulled a five out and ate a lot yeah. of my five dollar bills. So I came around, it was like three fifty for two pills. I'm like, I could buy a, like, a two hundred pack for this. But uh, uh, yeah. So bring your own ibuprofen. That's one that uh, I've learned a couple times. And band aids. You never know what kind of little scrapes kids will get. Benadryl is another good one to have in there too, in case uh somebody you wanna, gets. You want to knock your kid out? No. You want to put them to sleep, or no? Um, they get a little rash. Because mm -hmm. um, you come in contact with a lot of stuff and you never know. So if they get itchy, um, say they rolled around in the grass at the resort, never do that in Florida. There's all kinds of crazy ants and bugs in Florida and they get rashy. So Benadryl is a good thing to have. So my next one is one that we've never packed and I've always come to regret it. And that is some sort of poncho or rain gear. There's been uh, our last two Disney World trips uh, we've ended up having to buy four ponchos, uh, this last one for the kids. And even on our honeymoon, we ended up buying uh, a rain jacket for my wife and an umbrella for us. So we've, so I don't know how much we've spent in just rain gear, but that is something that you could go to any big box store, spend a dollar fifty on in one of those little little dollar bins, and have a, a cheap plastic poncho. Uh, and I think they're like twenty dollars at the park. So uh, definitely bring something uh, because it's Florida and it will randomly rain really hard for about an hour and then just be clear up. Or, you know, you have those mornings that I love that we've talked about previous in shows where it's just really rainy in the morning and, uh, you know, it's going to clear up by the afternoon. So all the, the day people, they'll show up. That's when you have to park to yourself. Just put a poncho on and go. So, but it's so much cheaper to just bring one with you. So... This is one thing I'll I'll differ on here. We used to pack ponchos. Now we um we kind of play with house money. We're gonna vacation until without ponchos until we have to buy one. We've made it through a couple of vacations where we haven't had to to buy one, and then other times we bought it on the first day. But we don't ever start the trip with ponchos in our bag because they're heavy when you're a family of five. Oh, I'm talking and about those little like really really cheap plastic ones. See. Floor, if you have to keep reusing them, are you buying one for like oh, multiple? So are you tossing them? Because if you're reusing them, those yeah. they can rip they, they and do, come yep. apart. The at least the park ones are pretty decent ponchos. They're mm -hmm. very reusable. Um, I like that they're clear so that you can see your kids. Still, they're easy to find. They used to all be yellow, and so when a poor everybody buy a Disney poncho, there's just like hundreds of people walking remember, around in yep, yellow. I remember that. I think my brother walked off with some other people one time for about a couple hours, you know, before we got him back, which my sister and I were kind of like, yeah, that's okay. You can, you can keep him. But uh, 
So now you can still see your, you know, if you have your Disney bounding outfit on, you can still see it through the poncho. But yeah, we wait. We uh, we try to hold off as long as possible until we buy them. Because once we buy them, then you have to like dry them out in your room and fold them back up, pack them back up. And But yeah, the little ones, if, if I was doing that, I'd probably buy like 15 of them. Put five in the bag and keep ten in the room. And when it, I'm done, it'll with them, still be cheaper just toss than buying them. It'd one. still be cheaper. Yep. Yeah. Not very environmentally friendly, but um, that's probably the route I would go if if I went with the little lightweight ones. That's kind of funny. I I was just thinking about don't pack a poncho. That's it. Who okay. needs a poncho? Well, I should go. I need to look to see if we have the ones from this last trip too, because they are reusable. So, uh, I guess that's up to your own discretion, and always check the weather before you go. So, Doug, what about you? Uh, what's your next one? All right, I got a couple more here. I'm looking. I'm trying to trying to think. I don't want to steal your next one, but here we go. Um, you want to pack? I know the magic band is magical. And it's all inclusive. It's amazing. You really don't need anything else, but I would still pack your photo ID, a credit card, and a little bit of cash. Every now and then, computer systems can fail. I know. Crazy, right? Who would think? So the the whole system has crashed a few times. It seems like it happens once every three months. And when that happens, it, it's kind of chaotic in the parks. Um If you're counting on your Magic Band to do all of your purchasing, all of your food, everything like that, all of a sudden you don't have any way to do that if it's a total crash, and that's happened a few times. So at least have enough money on you to feed your children, I think, um, because it's only been for like three, four hours. I think one time it was like the whole park day. Um, you know, the Fast Passes Disney fixes, they figure that out. They let people on some rides. There's long lines, I guess, services for people to yell at cast members, but um, it's hard to feed people if you were just planning on buying things with your your magic band. So if you have a credit card, you can feed yourself. Um, if you don't want to use a credit card, you know, have a gift card. You could use that um, or cash. But definitely keep your photo ID on you. Um, I wouldn't recommend going anywhere without that. Don't leave it in the hotel room. Take it. I know that's been pretty prevalent in the last couple years with the advent of the magic band is people just leaving their wallet in their room and taking their magic band. I don't think that's a smart uh, smart thing ever. No, I so, agree. Yep. So definitely a little bit of that just in case something bad happens. I, I couldn't imagine being at the park and, and all the Magic Band servers go down. I'm, I'm sure it would be uh, all chaos. It would be like the apocalypse at Disney World. Uh, uh, it would be funny, but at the same time, it'd just be I could just see it. It would just be a meltdown. What it, do we it, do? And some people, once like, it goes down. All they do is stand there and complain. Like, just go on rides. Go yep. do things. Like, um, Twitter is really fun to be on when that happens. It's very entertaining. Like, the hashtags that come out of it are spectacular. I'm, I'm sure it is. So, uh, my next one is it's kind of got a couple little pieces of part of it, especially when you're traveling with kids. Uh, you know, kind of a no brainer, but always pack uh, spare clothes. Um, you know, spare pair of underwear, maybe a spare t. They, there's chances they might get wet. Um, I, I got mm -hmm. a funny story this last time. My wife was going to go on Splash Mountain, so she, we were walking across the bridge, and all of a sudden, I got to the awkward point where I couldn't go backwards or forwards. There was uh, a log coming down, the water was in the air, and it was like, oh no! Like there's nowhere for me to go, and so. Uh, my kids and I got wet. They were really upset. Thankfully, we had a little bit of spare clothes for them. 
Um, but just stuff like that happens in the park. Uh, you might get a little rain. So it's good to have a little bit of spare clothing. Uh, also, one thing we pack is a spare uh, costume for each kid. I know with my daughter, she doesn't want to be dressed up like a princess all day. But if we do some of the princess character meet and greets while we're waiting in the queue, uh, we'll do a, a wardrobe change so she can be a princess. Uh, same with my son. We brought his Buzz Lightyear costume. Uh, so why? And so that's when it's good that both parents have a bag. One can be like the clothing bag, and the other one can be the essentials bag. Um, and and so that's that's a great one. Always have those things. If you are planning on doing some more water-esque activities, make sure you pack a bathing suit. So there's a lot of places you can change in the parks. So, But yeah, bring, bring some spare clothes. And also the weather changes. Uh, sometimes you need a sweatshirt or a light jacket by the end of the day. I always try to pack one. I always seem to give it away to someone else. But uh, at least I pack one uh, for the trip. Yeah, our trip in January, I have a picture of Michelle and the kids all huddled together on the ground next to a pole that was breaking the wind, waiting for a bus at Epcot to head back to the resort to get our sweatshirts. The warmest part of the day was 6 a.m., and it just got colder and colder and colder. So by the time we were done with uh, kind of the rope drop stuff we did at Epcot, it was time to go back and warm well, up. And it amazes me how one day can be so different from the next in southern Florida. Just mm -hmm. it, You can have a, a, a bright, sunny, 90-degree day. The next day, it can be uh, a monsoon or a hurricane yeah. coming in, and it's just wet, rainy, and cold. I, I just this, never understood that about Florida. Especially December, January, and February. Which and is when we always go, to. Yep. That day in January, we were actually going bagless. So this whole show is about what to pack in your bag. That day, all we had packing-wise was my um, cargo shorts. So we had the essentials, the little uh, the Band-Aid kit and um, an extra extra battery and, and some baggies in the old cargo shorts, and that was it. So that uh, when we're talking about the bag, we've done it all. We've done from bagless to big backpack. Um, but yeah, that so that was the day. If we had the backpack, it would have had the uh, the old sweatshirts in it. But backpack fills up pretty quick with sweatshirts. Yep. With uh, with three kids. So now if they're little, it doesn't take up much room. But now that they're getting bigger, all of a sudden their clothes eat up more space. But then so, they can start wearing little bags as well. Oh, but then the whining. The of whining, course. Derek. Oh, yep. the whining. <laughs> I can handle my own whining. Well, I, can, nobody cares. I can remember my first trip to Disney World when I was nine. This was back in the really early 1990s when the fanny pack, like this whole show back then would be not what to pack in your day bag. It'd be what to pack in your power belt or fanny pack. Power belt. And I remember, I remember, you know, my mom, my dad, and, and myself all had our our cool fanny packs on and it's just what all you can get into those things for the day yeah my i don't know where it came from the other this over the summer there was a picture of me and my brother at epcot meeting um space themed mickey and donald and there was so much awesome in this photo um my daughter's like dad i don't know where to start either your fanny pack or your glasses maybe your hair how that shirt you and your brother are wearing, That's, even Mickey looks pretty silly. She's just there's so much awesome to make fun of here, Dad. So, yeah, that, the fanny pack. Yep, yeah, and that's why Stranger Things is such a hit on Netflix. The eighty, remembering the eighties and early nineties. So, uh, we've kind of gone through quite a few. I know you have a couple more 
uh, yeah. we want to want to get uh, through before the end of the show. But what else uh, is a good one to bring in the bag? Not the fanny do, pack in the bag. Do you, do you want me to just run through the rest of my list now? Oh, yeah, you, you can you can more? go. Uh, no, you've you've pretty much targeted all, all right. mine. So what what else do you? Okay, have? here's the quick little the lightning round. Um, sunglasses. Oh, it yep. seems obvious, but it may not be very bright when you're leaving for the rope drop in the morning. Um, a camera. Um, we have a big. Uh, we have a nice uh, rebel that we take and. Uh, so that's something that needs its own bag. Sometimes that's the only bag we take. We have like a shoulder bag for our Rebel, and we'll pack the other stuff around it. Um, yeah, well, it's fun. I, I do professional photography, and it's we've got, I mean, with the iPhones, it's great. We, uh, mm-hmm. We've been able to get rid of that camera bag and just uh, do yeah. the iPhones, which has been yeah, really that one's, nice. Basically, the only time we take the good camera in now is when my wife's like I need a good shot of this to send to clients I need mm-hmm. a good shot of this for a blog I need so it's more work related um, Kleenexes or tissues if we're using the proper term um, I've bought those in the parks they don't have them on any shelves but you can ask for them they're under the counter also a lot more expensive in the parks um, and then the last thing is a water bottle uh, we take a couple water bottles we have mm-hmm. we like the polar insulated water bottles there's a lot of different bottles out there people love different ones um, that keep stuff cold but we'll fill it up the night before stick it in the fridge throw that in the like the cup holder the sides of the backpack mm-hmm. and take that in with nice cold water and then when we empty it out every time we eat a meal at a counter service get an extra glass of ice water dump out the old dump in the new nice cold water again and so that's an easy way to always have cold water especially in the summer months and to go along with the summer months, which at Florida is spring, summer, and fall, because it was 90 degrees there just the other day in mid-September, um, is like the frog cog towels, like those cold towels. You get them wet and they get really cold. You can put them around your neck. Um, you can have one or two, share them with the family, uh, things like that to help cool off. Those are good to have in that bag as well. And, uh, you know, vary on the size of the bag. My wife, purse-wise... She has a purse that she mainly only uses at Disney and at Husker football games. So it's when you're dealing with big crowds. So it's like a smaller purse that zips all the way shut so nothing can accidentally fall out of it. Um, and it it kind of goes cross-body real easily. And so we've done trips where we've taken no bag, as I previously discussed there, where we totally were without sweatshirts, where it's just my wife's purse, um, just a camera bag, and then the full-on backpack. I don't know that we're going to do the full-on backpack anymore now that we are strollerless. Because one thing I always did with the backpack was I would hang it on the stroller so I didn't have to leave it on my back. Because when it's 90 degrees and you have a backpack on, it's warm. So Mm -hmm. uh, I would take that off and hang it on our stroller. Our first stroller we had had awesome handles where it hooked right on. Then we got a Juvie double stroller. I had to get creative. I had to buy little hooks that Velcroed on and other stuff and... I hooked it on there like that, and then the kids would hop out, and the whole stroller would tip back, and people would freak out like your child just got ejected, but it's just because you have a backpack hanging on the handle. So there's the, the last bit of my list. There's also some things you can't bring, Derek. What now? That I was just about to bring that up. That. Uh, yeah, what what can we not bring into the park? Maybe we should have even start it off with that, but let's, let's at least finish with what are the things that Disney does not allow you to bring, besides um, maybe some of the obvious weapons, but... Well, I'll read through the official list of prohibited items in order here. Guns is first, so you hit on the weapons. Yep. Um, selfie sticks is just one tier below guns in their eyes. No, they're they're banned. No the, selfie sticks. Which they is will funny. Take it from you. Yeah, and and I know, and I've seen some foreigners 
uh, loser selfie sticks and just because mm-hmm. if you've ever been to a foreign country, they love the selfie yeah, it's sticks. It's crazy. Yeah. At Disney, people get hit. They they hold up lines. That's why they got rid of the the selfie stick. Well, and they're sticking them way off. Like say you're on Big Thunder Mountain, mm-hmm. you stick it way off to the side while you're going along, and psh, it just took took your camera away and probably hit whoever's behind you. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm down with the no selfie stick thing. The cruise line still lets you do it though. Um, which I think is odd and annoying because my son, um, before they banned him, he got hit by a selfie stick in the head um, during the one-mile run during the kids' race. And uh, then it was like a month later they banned him. So he celebrated. Ah, yay. And everybody is whining online about no selfie sticks. Um, But he was excited about that. And he had a pretty good bruise from the selfie stick. Um, So we were glad they're gone. And, uh, okay, back to where, where was I? No wagons. Can't take a wagon in. I know our local zoo, people show up with their wagon, and mm-hmm. I don't know why you would want to pull a wagon around a zoo all day long, but they do. Um, coolers with wheels, alcoholic beverages, glass containers. So, yes, you can bring food and stuff in. Just don't have it be in a glass container. We got, um, dinged, we got dinged by a water bottle. We had a glass water bottle, and that, mm. and that dinged us, yep. So, see, they, they check. They, it, sometimes it seems like they don't look very good, but they are. Um, remote control items, which covers a whole bevy of things. So, no drones. Um, that's My son is upset about that. No wrapped gifts. So, yeah, you may be celebrating little Johnny's fifth birthday, mm-hmm. but you can't bring a wrapped present through the gates. Now, you can get in and then wrap it if you want to bring the paper and the tape and everything to do that. Go for it, but... Just remember, they're not going to be able to unwrap a gift if you're eating birthday dinner in the park. Um, that's where I would recommend. If you really have to have them unwrap something for it to be their birthday at dinner, uh, there's enough restaurants outside of the park that are awesome. Go to one of those and you can do it. And then it lists drones because in case you didn't realize that's remote controlled, they're going to list it again. So it's not the full list, but that's the big, big chunk of the list. So those are the no-no's. Um, the full list, I think, includes food and drink, but they don't enforce that unless they've gotten rid of that language. It used to be on there, I know. No, yeah, from what I understand, you can still bring food. I, I don't think you're going to bring a whole rotisserie chicken, uh, but uh, definitely they understand that kids need snacks uh, because that's good for them. You have every kid throwing a fit in the park. No one's going to want to go to Disney, so they absolutely understand that kids need to eat and, and be happy for them to keep making money. We saw a whole family... Uh, we were eating at Pecos Bills a couple years ago. We saw a whole family roll in with uh, their backpack, and out of it they pulled like 10 Subway sandwiches mm. and chips from Subway. And at the same time in my head, I'm doing the math on a foot-long sub. They're like $8, $7, depending on what you're doing. Not like, a $5 foot-long? Not a $5 foot Like You know, I there was too many different varieties. Trying to do the math, I'm like, I don't know that that was worth the hassle on the amount of money you save. You do save a few bucks per person, but man, you just carried around like 10 sandwiches for five hours or four hours. And that, to me, you see, I, I am really weird with my food. I, I like it cooked fresh. I don't even eat leftovers uh, that much. So you, you carry around a, a Subway sandwich for five hours in the hot sun, even in your heated bag. Uh, I wouldn't be able to eat that. That that would just gross me out. I would rather. That's what I love about bringing a little bit of extra cash. You know, trying some new restaurants. Disney's got some great food options. So, you don't like your mayonnaise warmed up in the heat of the floor? I don't. Sun I don't even. Back? I don't even eat mayonnaise. <laughs> so I don't even like mayo, let alone warm mayonnaise. Uh, I know we used to bring Lunchables 
Uh, that that's yeah. about as, as as far as we could go is bring bring some lunchables for the kids. We uh we have packed uncrustables because there was a time where our kids ate uncrustables like they're going out of style. Um, when they're like three ish, you know, that mm-hmm. age, three to five and younger and. Uh, one of the kids' options at the parks is an Uncrustable. And so we're like, we can just buy a box, stick them in the freezer, and uh, we pack the Uncrustables in. And we had little baggies of pretzels. But an Uncrustable on pretzels is doesn't take up too much space. Mm-hmm. We buy them a drink at the park. So Michelle and I ate good food, and uh, the kids had Uncrustables that thawed all day against my back for their meal and kept you a little cool during there yeah i like a a little frozen cooler against me for a little while and then it was just mushy bread peanut butter combo awesome well uh that's i mean that's that's everything that you can and cannot bring in a bag uh that's a good place to kind of end the show i think doug but uh with uh but uh learning more about your backpack cooler but hopefully julia we were able to answer your question and if not, and if you have any more questions, please uh, keep sending us messages. Uh, we love talking about them on the air. And, of course, hopefully we uh, helped all of you, maybe gave you some ideas. Oh, I forgot about that, um, the things that you can bring into the park as well. So, But if you have any questions, use an amazing travel agent. We use the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And one thing that I love that she does, Doug, is she sends you an itinerary, a list of things uh, that you should probably bring depending on kids and parks and stuff like that. So we've used that. That's a good little checklist before we've uh, uh, started even the packing process. So that's really awesome that she does that. So that's why I use a, a certified Disney travel agent. Um, Doug, anything else with that? You know, I think there's one thing. It never really goes in our bag. It's usually attached to our bag, and that's a little thing, a hand sanitizer. Mm. Um, we use hand sanitizer quite a bit in the parks because – um, you know, there's railings along the queues and as much as I don't touch them because I know every little kid has touched them, my kids touch them because they're little kids. So they got to like get their slobbery snotty germs on it too. So we do use a lot of hand sanitizer. I don't think we ever specifically said hand sanitizer, but yes, hand sanitizer. Well, we, lots of it. we use Norwex and I know Julia, she yeah. uses Norwex as well. So you have the Norwex disinfecting, uh, microfiber cloths that uh, my wife and Julia sell. So uh, that's what we use instead of hand sanitizer, uh, a little bit less chemicals for us. There you go, a little ad for them as well. Uh, But that's all the time that we have on Rope Drop Radio today. If you have any questions, uh, we love answering them on there. So keep sending them our way. Please subscribe to our podcast. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, We have a couple trips coming up that we're going to be previewing in the uh, uh, couple shows down the road. And uh, be watching as Doug and I take some trips uh, here later this fall. So as for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. Thank you for listening to another Rogue Drop Radio.